my stories. I, I, I did the stories and the illustrations. Sometimes they would send us scripts, but I throw them out the window. I happen to be a guy who does what he wants, lives the way he wants to. I love people in general, even the villains in my comics. To me, a people, there is something in their lives that makes them become a problem to others. That's how I saw everything. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we kick off Jack Kirby Month here on Kirby's Kids with Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. And this is a graphic novel biography done by Tom Seal, put out by Ten Speed Press, which just came out here in mid-July this year. This is a most enjoyable romp and delves into the full breadth and depth of the Jack Kirby experience, his entire life. It's written in the first person, very creatively so. But what's most impressive of what Tom did was he has an extensive, extensive reference list of articles, first-hand source materials of speeches and appearances by Jack relating stories of his youth and his time in the industry, those who worked with him, like Mark Evanier, also Neil Adams. It's amazing how he synthesizes all of this information and then puts it in the first person of Jack telling his story through this graphic novel, and it is so much fun. Tom Scioli is a contemporary comics artist. He gained prominence as co-creator of Godland, a Kirby-esque space opera, which was nominated for an Eisner Award for Image Comics. He then drew and co-scripted Transformers vs. G.I. Joe, and he recently wrote and drew Superpowers, a series of short comics appearing in DC's experimental imprint Young Animal. He also recently completed a modern re-imaging of GoBots for IDW, and he's known for unconventional drawing style, dense page layouts, and imaginative writing. And that certainly comes through in this biography. Full bore. He's also one of a small number of mainstream comics creators today who writes, draws, colors, and hand letters his work. Very Kirby-esque, because Jack did the same for many of his comics, too. A lot of the information presented in this biography and stories that are related here come from sources which I've either read before or had heard of. So for instance, Mark Evanier's Kirby King of Comics is listed in the bibliography. Also, Jack Kirby, the Comics Journal Library. So all of his extensive interviews and insights that was given to the Comics Journal all that's in there. It'll really make you appreciate the level of love and detail that Scioli went to when putting all of this together. And what is also impressive is he cites on pages the genesis of certain stories. So sources from an interview with Jim Starenko from Rolling Stone in September of 1971. And there are certain nuggets in this biography which come out of things that I had not heard before because Tom goes beyond just the already established biographies and first-hand source material of Kirby and goes into some of the stories that were relayed to the audience or general public by either contemporaries of Jack or younger artists who came on board who worked with Jack 
So for instance, Jim Steranko, you find out in this, at least for me, it was a, a revelation, and I'm sure some Kirby enthusiasts, uh, this will not be a revelation, but it was a revelation to me that Mr. Miracle was actually based off of Jim Steranko. Uh, Kirby used Jim Steranko in all of his perfectly coiffed hair and style and everything to be that in source of inspiration for Mr. Miracle when he would design New Gods. Also in here is a call-out to the similarities, or influences, I should say, of Jack on George Lucas. And I've been on record as saying I truly believe that Jack Kirby and George Lucas belong in the same breath. They're both outstanding creatives and world builders. Visionaries, both of them. And what's interesting about this is some of the look and feel of Star Wars is somewhat Kirby-esque with regard to the sources of inspiration. Darth Vader, for instance, looks very much like Doctor Doom. Also, it's pointed out in this biography that, and it's really hilarious scenes where you have comics Jack and comics Roz, his wife, sitting in a movie theater, first watching the first Star Wars, and making the observation that, wow, Darth Vader really looks like Doctor Doom. Then there's a second panel when they go back to see Empire Strikes Back, where you have Kirby pointing out, wait a second, that reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father is very similar to Darkseid and Orion when we're looking at new gods. So it's very interesting to see those threads being drawn or conclusions in this particular work. Also of note was the neighborhood that Jack grew up in. Some of the insights there with respect to the kids in the neighborhood banding together and having their own clubs to belong to. And a neighbor of Jack's actually being Leon Klinghoffer. Now, that name may not resonate for some younger audience listeners, but for those of us who grew up in the 70s and 80s, Mr. Klinghoffer was one of the hostages that was actually taken, sadly, by the PLO or a PLO sympathizing terrorist organization of a cruise ship. Sadly, Mr. Klinghoffer was killed during the confrontation because he bothered to stand up to these terrorists. The interesting note in all of this is that Klinghoffer was actually one of of Jack Kirby's friends growing up in the neighborhood. So that was a bit of a revelation. So not only do you get the typical ins and outs of the comic book industry, all of the people that Jack worked with from the early days, Joe Simon, obviously there's a lot of very entertaining moments with Stan Lee. There are interesting panels in there too, very entertaining with Steve Ditko. They get into Jack moving out to the West Coast and then Mark Evanier coming into the picture and that relationship there. Also, Jack continuing to have a very positive impact and influence and connection with comic book creators in the 80s and into the 90s, specifically called out in this, were the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as well as the Image Comic Boys in there. And they affectionately refer to them as Image Comic Boys because Roz Kirby said to the Image guys when they were first forming their company and they wanted to propose, this was actually Todd McFarlane's idea of having Jack Kirby presents in every one of the comic books, that Jack wasn't willing to do that, put that moniker on there very similarly to how you had Stan Lee saying Stan Lee presents over at Marvel and also knowing the history of the creatives from Image having come over from Marvel to found Image Comics. Roz said 
after telling Jack what their idea plan was, was that they 100% supported them, didn't want the moniker on there, but supported their efforts, and to God bless you boys. So that is also a very sweet, sweet call out there in this particular biography. This hits all of the notes with respect to Jack's career. It is very, very detailed for a graphic novel. I am really most impressed with the level of detail and the citing of sources with respect to all of the stories that occupy these panels. It's just an outstanding work done by Tom Scioli here, and I don't have enough great things to say about it. It is just really, really thorough. And frankly, one of the more thorough accounts of Jack's life that I've read. And it's in a graphic novel, which is absolutely spectacular because it honors the art and the the passion of Jack in this work. It's just fantastic. I think the only other person that I've read which it comes close to would be Mark Evanier and his biography on Jack because Mark is very, very thorough and very loving when it comes to his relationship with Jack and wanting to make sure that Jack's legacy is properly honored. And Mark has never taken for granted at all the level of trust and respect that he was given by Jack at a very early age and how that relationship blossomed. Matter of fact, it was Mark's efforts that brought Jack into animation in the late 70s and early 80s. So that is really cool to see here. Again, as someone else taking that level of detail with a work honoring Jack. The other tidbit that was a revelation for me was actually the influence of the New York World's Fair on Jack's career. Jack early on attended the World's Fair and all of the futuristic exhibits in the New York World's Fair, he was just eating up as a young man and would, for the life of his career, serve as a spectacular source of inspiration. I can't help but think that in the Captain America First Avenger movie, as well as Howard Stark's character and his exhibiting at the World's Fair have to be call-outs, tributes to Jack Kirby and his influences and really aligning those characters that Jack helped to create with his own life experiences. And that was also an aha moment for me in those panels here, chronicling Jack's influences as an early creative. The one thing that comes through loud and clear is that Jack was needing to provide for his family from the get-go. And his love of family was the primary motivator throughout his career. Certainly, if he had been treated better, he could have financially profited far more from his relationship with the publishers. But because of necessity and his desire to work and never being afraid of working hard, that is one thing that Jack was always doing. At the height of his career, he was fulfilling contracts for the big two in Marvel and DC, as well as doing moonlighting work or side project work. And he would bob back and forth between the houses depending on how the relationship was either going well or souring at any given time. You really get a vast appreciation for not only the brilliance of Jack as a creative, as a world builder, as a storyteller, but 
also in how he was treated, both good and bad, by the industry. All in all, I give this one a massive, massive kudos, Kirby. A big thumbs up to Tom Scioli. And highly encourage you, if you have not read Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, please give this one a read. The illustrations are spectacular. It is really entertaining. It does not hold back in both its language and subject matter. So there's a little salty language in there. All in all, I think this is based on how the sources were cited, a very accurate portrayal of the King of Comics in a graphic novel biography. And we would love to hear from you. Please leave us a message via the Anchor app or send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com and join us for the other reads in this month. Red Raven Comics, number one. Jack Kirby Omnibus Sampler. The Sandman. Challengers of the Unknown. And wrapping up with our Kirby Roundtable, The Eternals. Whatever I put in my comics, I hopefully feel that this love that people may have been transmitted to them and help them in Not help them in any way. I'm not a psychiatrist, but just giving them another friend.